Welcome to Harvard Business Review for June 2014. In this issue, you'll hear why potential now trumps brains, experience, and competencies. You'll learn four strategies that can help savvy suppliers reduce their dependence on powerful online platforms. And you'll hear how smart leaders are rewriting the rules of innovation. We begin, though, with a piece from the Idea Watch. In Manage Your Team's Collective Time, Leslie Perlow, a professor of leadership at Harvard Business School, writes about how time management is a group endeavor. The payoff goes far beyond morale and retention. Most professionals approach time management the wrong way. People who fall behind at work are seen to be personally failing, just as people who give up on diet or exercise plans are seen to be lacking self-control or discipline. In response, countless time management experts focus on individual habits, much as self-help coaches do. They offer advice about such things as keeping better to-do lists, not checking email incessantly, and not procrastinating. Of course, we could all do a better job managing our time, but in the modern workplace, with its emphasis on connectivity and collaboration, the real problem is not how individuals manage their own time, it's how we manage our collective time, how we work together to get the job done. Here is where the true opportunity for productivity gains lies. Nearly a decade ago, I began working with a team at the Boston Consulting Group to implement what may sound like a modest innovation— persuading each member to designate and spend one weeknight out of the office and completely unplugged from work. The intervention was aimed at improving quality of life in an industry that's notorious for long hours and a 24-7 culture. The early returns were positive. The initiative was expanded to four teams of consultants and then to ten. The results, which I described in a 2009 HBR article, Making Time Off Predictable and Required, and in a 2012 book, Sleeping With Your Smartphone, were profound. Consultants on teams with mandatory time off had higher job satisfaction and a better work-life balance, and they felt they were learning more on the job. It's no surprise, then, that BCG has continued to expand the program. As of this spring, it has been implemented on thousands of teams in 77 offices in 40 countries. During the five years since I first reported on this work, I have introduced similar time-based interventions at a range of companies, and I have come to appreciate the true power of those interventions. They put the ownership of how a team works into the hands of team members who are empowered and incentivized to optimize their collective time. As a result, teams collaborate better, they streamline their work, they meet deadlines, they are more productive and efficient. Teams that set a goal of structured time off and, crucially, meet regularly to discuss how they'll work together to ensure that every member takes it, have more open dialogue, engage in more experimentation and innovation, and ultimately function better. Creating Enhanced Productivity Days One of the insights driving this work is the realization that many teams stick to tried-and-true processes that, although familiar, are often inefficient. Even companies that create innovative products rarely innovate when it comes to process. This realization came to the fore when I studied three teams of software engineers working for the same company in different cultural contexts. The teams had the same assignments and produced the same amount of work, but they used very different methods. One in Shenzhen had a hub-and-spokes org chart. A project manager maintained control and assigned the work. Another in Bangalore was self-managed and specialized and did assigned work according to technical expertise. 
The third, in Budapest, had the strongest sense of being a team. Its members were the most versatile and interchangeable. Although, as noted, the end products were the same, the team's varying approaches yielded different results. For example, the hub-and-spokes team worked fewer hours than the others, while the most versatile team had much greater flexibility and control over its schedule. The teams were completely unaware that their counterparts elsewhere in the world were managing their work differently. My research provided a vivid reminder that every task can be approached in a variety of ways, and that any given team can often find far more efficient ways to get things done. This is the real power of team time management. Teams develop the ability to continually improve the way they coordinate their work, and frequently that yields new efficiencies. The time-based interventions I use to catalyze team time management address three distinct, though sometimes overlapping, problems that frequently arise. Some employees yearn for more control over their work time, the result of work that stretches across time zones, a 24-7 culture that evolved to meet rigid deadlines or demanding client expectations, or the always-on mentality that stems partly from technology enabling people to connect to work at any time. The structured time-off goal in this case involves increasing predictability, typically creating a time when workers know that they will be off the clock or establishing more consistent workday hours. Teams that regularly work very long hours or that do so during peak periods often are not recognized for their extra efforts and high turnover can result. These team members tend to greatly value some extra time off in return for their hard work. In this case, the structured time-off goal is to designate periods of time off during the normal work week. Some teams are plagued by interruptions, the non-stop distractions common in a cubicle culture with constant emailing.